You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in to Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful sunshine state of Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to today's episode of the podcast. Excited to dive in with you. This is episode 140, and I'm going to be answering the question, what about the covenant of redemption? Uh, For those of you who have maybe uh, listened to the last few episodes, episode 138, I talked about covenant theology and what that is and why I subscribe to that. Uh, Episode 139, I talked about what is dispensational theology, which is sort of often viewed as being an opposite or different framework to view the scripture than covenant theology. And in episode 139, I really kind of contrasted covenant theology versus dispensational theology. And so you can go back and check out episode 138 and 139. Um, But I recently was just having a conversation uh, about covenant theology and dispensationalism with uh, a friend of mine who then said to me, you're not going to cover the the, the covenant of redemption? And I said, well, no, not really, uh, because I think it's kind of a fringe element of covenant theology and he said no 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 you're wrong you got to cover it so uh, so here i am uh going to cover what we call the covenant of redemption before i do that quick reminder to everyone uh, about our website theologyfortherestofus.com uh, while you're on the site you can get all of our old episodes so if you're interested in doing a search by topic or genre you can do that there all of our old episodes are on the site with show notes and uh, other resources in every episode we also have a resources page with lots of recommended books blogs, podcasts, things you can check out that will help you as you are seeking to uh, to continually develop your own theological knowledge and study. Uh, and then, of course, the big thing you can do while you're on the site is subscribe. You go on the site, you'll see a variety of buttons that allow you to subscribe. Click whichever one applies to you, depending on what device you're using or what platform you're on, and that'll take you where you can subscribe. Sub- subscribing is really important because it guarantees you never miss an episode when you're subscribed Every episode gets delivered directly to your device. So do that today if you can. Uh, Check out the website, theologyfortherestofus.com. All right, let's answer the question. What about the covenant of redemption? Uh, For those of you who listened to episode 138, where I talked about covenant theology, I really outlined the fact that there are two primary covenants from which everything God does. Uh, the covenant of works, the covenant of grace. And so as we look out the, as we look through the course of human history, um, everything God is doing is, is an, a manifestation or, or an extension of one of those two major covenants. And, and we, we interpret the scripture through that. There's kind of two covenants that are overarching throughout human history and, and everything God does we can interpret through one of those two covenants. Uh, dispensationalism, dispensationalism, excuse Excuse me, as I talk about episode 139, is different in that the way God does things varies from, from dispensation to dispensation. The character of God is the same. God doesn't change, but how he relates to humanity may shift or change. There are some things that God does in every dispensation. There are no doubt some themes that overlap from dispensation to dispensation, from time period to time period. But that over the course of time, there are not overarching covenants that govern everything God does that we have to necessarily have to interpret everything God does in light of the time period in which he is doing it, and it's unique to that time period, or potentially is unique to that time period. So obviously these two frameworks of theological thought are very different from one another, and definitely does cause us to interpret different passages of scripture very differently. However, there is a a, a third element of covenant theology that I didn't cover in episode 138, didn't mention episode 139, 
Um, there, there are some Reformed theologians, some covenant theologians that will tell you that there are not two overarching covenants. There is actually a third that's really important. That's, that is what some theologians refer to as the covenant of redemption. And that's basically this idea that there's a covenant within the Trinity, that God the Father and God the Son came together and made a pact. There's a covenant within the Trinity, within the persons of the Godhead, uh, to determine the plan of redemption, that, that they set forth the plan, they conspired together to set forth how humans would be rescued and how humans would be brought back into the family of God and that they made a contract with amongst themselves. They, they made a holy covenant amongst themselves to execute this plan. In essence, the covenant of redemption is an eternal holy agreement within the persons of the Godhead in which the Father uh, is the one who appointed the Son to become incarnate, to come to planet Earth, uh, to suffer um, you know, for humans, to die as our federal head, meaning that he would die in our place as, as our representative, that he would make atonement for sin, that he would basically pay the penalty that we couldn't afford to pay. In return, the Father promised to raise Christ from the dead. There's, it's kind of a give and take. I, you do this, son, I will do this. And that the Father promised to raise him from the dead, to glorify him, and to give him a people. That the, that the Father would orchestrate and will to, to take a people and to give them to Jesus. Quite honestly, the reason why I didn't cover this particular uh, covenant back in episode 138 when I talked about covenant theology was because there, there's a great divide amongst covenant theologians about this particular covenant. There, there are a lot of covenant theologians that say that, that we definitely should embrace this. And if you do embrace this covenant, it no doubt will influence how you interpret uh, several passages throughout the New Testament. Um, but there's other segment of, of co covenant theologians that reject it and say, that if you embrace this, that it actually compromises our understanding of the Trinity, the co-equal nature of the three persons within the Trinity. There, there are some that say that it's that even borderline that it's borderline heresy, or that it compromises our orthodox understanding of the Trinity, and therefore we should reject it. So again, there's there's a divide amongst covenant theologians on whether or not we ought to embrace this third covenant, the covenant of redemption. Uh, one of the most famous theologians that really wrote a lot about this covenant and really was a big proponent of it was the famous uh, you know, uh, theologian in the 1600s, a man by the name of John Owen, who I have deep respect for and have read some of his stuff and I like a lot of his stuff. And so he was a big proponent of this. Um, but throughout the centuries, there's been a bunch of covenant theologians that, that have rejected this and don't embrace the covenant uh, of redemption. So uh, that's the reason why I didn't cover it initially, because again, there's a divide and I didn't want to cause confusion. But if you're interested in studying it, I encourage you to do a Google search, just John Owen uh, and the Covenant of Redemption. And of course, John Owen's not the only guy that has written on it. There have been many Covenant theologians that have covered the topic. A quick Google search will pull up a bunch of essays that will be uh, helpful to you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I hope this has been insightful for you. If you have a question or a topic that you want me to address on the podcast, feel free to shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.